0: Are you one of the 9 million Floridians living in a community managed by a property manager or HOA? If you've ever wondered what your rights are as a resident or what your role is as a volunteer board member, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Condo Coaches. Your resource for when your gated community starts to feel more like you're stuck behind bars, or when that guy next door decides that a hot pink Chevy on cinder blocks really sets the tone for the neighborhood. The Condo Coaches is brought to you by lmfunding.com. Find The Condo Coaches online at thecondocoaches.com. And now your host, Johnny Torres. Hello, everybody.
1: Thank you so much for listening, watching the Condo Coaches from whenever, wherever you may be doing so. That's right. We broadcast worldwide on Facebook uh, every week when we do our show here. Now, we, we've the past couple of weeks for a variety of reasons. We've gotten away from our usual Monday broadcast, um, but we have not missed a show yet. In almost a year of doing the condo coaches so that's exciting and that's certainly something to pat ourselves on the back about but we are back this week uh, with another great show with you and another great guest is going to provide us with a lot of knowledge and experience and for those of you listening for the first time we are a group of volunteers here putting our show together to help you run your condominium or homeowners association effectively efficiently and on budget and uh, helping me do that every single week is head coach dean acres how are you
2: Johnny, I'm doing epic. I
1: mean, I the
2: last two weeks we've been out in front of uh, Condominium Association owners at these trade shows. Yep. And we have a lot of fans showing up. Um, we just published the sixth book, which is the one on, or the seventh book, which is the one on um, uh, property owners and We were at a trade show, and that was the most popular book. I mean, everybody's going, we get to give this to everybody that walks in.
1: Yeah, I mean, you printed hundreds of copies. (laughs) Now, in totality, we've printed thousands of copies of these booklets. We obviously get tons of downloads every single day from our website. Uh, We will talk a little bit more about those playbooks a little later on in the show. But if you want to check them out in the meantime, just go to thecondocoaches.com slash playbook. That's thecondocoaches.com slash playbook. You'll get the downloads right then and there. Not only can you download them from the website. You can also download them from your email because we'll actually shoot you an email with links to those individual downloads. And even if you downloaded maybe the first two or three booklets, again, we've added more booklets since then. And so you can always just resubmit the form and you'll get all the new booklets as well. And those are absolutely free of charge. There's no hook or catch or anything like that. We're not going to you on a subscription list of any kind just uh, just uh, a, a way to share the information and uh, and the knowledge that we put together here week after week
2: yeah I've, what has been blowing me away is the fans that show up at the thing I've, you know i got that orange jacket on and yeah. which i should wear to the show i think so it's comical because as i as i get to meet our our listeners out there they just are appreciative of all the information yep. and then our two-hour program we're doing which is a life of a board member right everybody's walking out with takeaway that they're just going this is epic and i've had not one, not two, not 10, 20, 30, 40. The whole groups are walking out saying this was the best program they've attended as a board member to help them run their association.
1: That's amazing. I know you love the trade shows. They're a lot of fun, a lot of a lot energy of and excitement. Uh, but I definitely vote for you wearing the uh, what I call push pop orange yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, or orange sherbet jacket to the show. So, well,
2: you'll love this at the opening of the show. I always go up in the front and there's 50, 60 people in the audience and I. I open the jacket up and I got that off color orange shirt. And I go, What do you think my wife said to me today when I was leaving the house? Every woman in there goes, You're not leaving like that, are you? (laughs) So it's been a lot of fun.
1: So you, uh, by the time folks have heard the show, you'll have done the trade shows down in South Florida. You did one in Orlando Uh, this week. You'll have done, uh, by the time this airs, you'll have done the one here in Tampa, which is uh, Friday. Uh, But you've got a show coming up. Where did that sheet go? Uh, West Palm Beach. West Palm Beach, which they love us down there. We're on WJNO down there. And uh, also a huge market for us. We hear from them every single week through our Facebook account and through our uh email inbox and so that should also be an incredibly popular uh trade show
2: yeah and it's on the 24th and it's at the convention center the l l group provides yeah. free lunch and parking so i mean if you just want to come out and get a great lunch but more importantly come there about to something and, and be part of the condo coaches
1: yeah and of course you'll have a booth there all day long
2: we have a booth but i gotta tell you the shit when we get in there in that life of a day and or the life of a board member mm-hmm. program uh I've just been shocked at how popular it's become, and it's it totally energizes me because when you get the good feedback and the boards are asking questions, and at the end we say, did you take away one thing that's material, not a brochure, but something that's material? Yep. Everybody raises their hand.
1: Well, and, and something that they can act on yeah, right away totally. when they get back to yeah. their next board meeting. Absolutely. So, Alright, well, we're going to kick off the show uh, as we do every week by tapping into our Facebook uh, page and our inbox. Uh, but before I do that, joining us today, Jimmy Clark, insurance coach. We're going to uh, kind of pick apart the whole insurance process. I'm sure a lot of people are reevaluating their insurance policies and trying to figure out, you know, what's next, especially after such a busy storm season. Uh, so Jimmy's going to be joining on us on that. And Jimmy, If you feel that you can contribute to any of the questions that come up here in the uh, the rest of this segment, feel free to jump in. Uh, But we're going to open it up with a question from Bill. uh, And Bill, uh, I don't recognize the area code, but Bill's asking, how often should an HOA have an audit? Which is a good question.
2: Well, an HOA, depending on their size, could be required to have it every year. Uh, My recommendation, if you're running uh, any kind of thing, that you have a fiduciary responsibility for the money, just get an audit. I just had a group that met with me at this trade show, and they said their management, they didn't have management company, they self-managed and everything, and they never had an audit. This guy, they couldn't even do the checkbook, so I gave him some coaching on how to get the checks and all that. Right. But, but an audit's just, it, it's not very much more expensive, and the cool thing about it is the auditing firm is required to do certain things per their code of,
1: whatever their own standards. Yeah.
2: yeah so you get a really good view and they'll give you an opinion statement
1: yeah and it doesn't hurt to do it i don't know what every three to five years well yeah
2: a lot if, if you're a certain size over 350 grand i think it is you have to have it done every year unless you vote not to do it got but it. i think it's silly not to do it every year
1: yeah especially the larger the community
2: well yeah because you're 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 handling other people's money and you've got a lot of transactions you've got a budget you've got just a lot of things going on and you want to make sure that you're doing it right so that you don't get in trouble
1: well we talk about it all the time how essentially you're running a small business
2: oh you are running essentially
1: yeah (laughs) and so you need to operate as such and and that goes making sure that you have a solid understanding of the financial status of your community that's why we've done the booklets understanding your community's finances uh because so much of i think people severely underestimate how much of their role on the board is managing the finances of the community
2: well we did one condo coach deal to help one group Mm -hmm. and out of it we're raising money for them with banks and stuff but when i when we analyze the balance sheet we found a hundred and fifty thousand dollar error that been going on for six years and it was a developer's reserve that the statute of limitations had gone out and nobody ever checked it so now the guy gets all free they have to write off 150 real thousand dollars and this isn't some billion dollar community i mean this was real money
1: real impact because the developer you know just stayed quiet
2: well he stayed quiet but the management company didn't they didn't have audits they were just doing reviews which means the accountant just does what you tell them you give what you give them right it was and and i felt bad about it and the management company well the management company argued with me and at the end of the day i was right
1: sure well and again you don't have any skin in the game and that's what we tell people when we go out to these communities and we go and we help them with their issues we regardless of financial or otherwise is that we're not here to take sides not with the board not with the residents not with the property management company we come in as a neutral body and we're going to tell you how it is in black and white
2: yeah i don't have a dog in the fight right so when we do a financial analysis it's done just with the facts and somebody wants to argue about it, they're welcome to argue about it. Because if they want to point, we're not like going in going, well, if you had used us, this wouldn't happen. No, we're just helping people.
3: Well, I've seen from the, uh, the insurance side, when you do an audit, a lot of times you'll catch kind of, to your point, the $150,000. We actually just had an audit done on a, uh, on a condo association where they actually found out, unfortunately, um, that the property manager was invoicing uh, late fees and getting some of it back as cash and then literally taking that cash and stealing it. So oh, wow. that doesn't sound like a lot of money, but over five, six years, that didn't mean dollars $20,000, gone.
1: People have gone to jail for far less.
3: Right, no, and then and the association prosecuted. And at the same time, you know, from an insurance standpoint, the insurance carriers, especially your crime insurance carriers, like to see that you're, you are doing an audit, and you do have kind of a third party eva- evaluating those financials. Yeah,
1: good point. All right, well, thank you uh, to uh, Bill for sending in that question. Now we got a Bob. So Bill and a Bob, and Bob writes to so us from Southwest Florida, uh, 941 Area Code, and he, he's got an owner question. So, again, we love hearing from our owners as well. Thank you to Bob for writing in. He says, we recently had a skylight leak. Causing the popcorn ceiling inside to drop out around the skylight, the association is fixing the skylight but not the popcorn. Uh, why should we pay for the popcorn if the skylight caused the problem? Um, do we hear that uh, there may be some law changes regarding that type of situation? Uh, thank you, Bob Benjamin from Bradenton.
2: Well, the the condominium, the condominium association is responsible for for the drywall out to the wall. Right. So popcorn is considered a finish so he would if they finish the drywall and it's all fixed yep. he would have the expense of the popcorn or wallpaper or paint
1: sure well yeah and we we've said that it's been a while but we that usually comes up and really that's that's all we've been consistent on that which is uh you know from the drywall out that's uh you know your your association handles that uh from drywall in uh, it's it's on you
2: well and that's important to keep re-emphasizing because i can't tell you how many boards i find they go and we go help them out and we look at a unit it's all moldy yep and they go well you know the owner just evacuated or whatever just left it like this i go yeah but that molds behind the drywall guess who owns it they do
1: that's right um well thanks again to uh bob from writing in from bradenton all right, gonna squeeze one more question in because it's an easy one. Uh, Deborah writes to us from Pinellas Park and she says uh, that she couldn't get the playbooks to download for her. You know, there could be any number of reasons for that, uh, but she'd also love hard copies. And this is something, you know, we haven't talked about in a while, but if anyone prefers the hard copy, you know, some of these books are a little longer than others, you know, and if you would like a copy of our playbooks that we were talking about at the start of the segment, we will absolutely get a, get those delivered to you, uh, most likely by hand, because now we've got condo code coaches yeah. uh, throughout the state uh or we will mail them to you and she was uh, smart enough to send us her address so we'll make sure to get you hard copies for her and her six fellow board members Perfect. Uh, more details on the playbooks at the start of the next segment it's the condo coaches radio show want to be a part of the show give us a call 813-331-5415 or email us help at the condo we'll be back
0: contact the Condo Coaches online at thecondocoaches.com More of the Condo Coaches is coming up next
4: Life is full of bittersweet transitions It's difficult to know how these changes will impact us over time For some people, difficult transitions like retirement divorce or loss of a loved one can hit harder than expected and may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who served our country. Guys like me. That's why support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life together we got this learn how you can help save a life
0: at veteranscrisisline.net welcome back to the condo coaches online at the condo here's your host johnny torres
1: thank you again for listening or watching our show and don't forget you can do so anytime 24 7 it's on demand all over the internet be it the condo coaches.com that's the condo coaches.com our website Uh, you can also find every single episode on youtube so just go to youtube.com search the condo coaches and of course you can go on to our facebook page where we stream live every episode is on there as well but my favorite and the one I listen to in the morning on my way to work is the podcast, and you can get that on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, whatever your favorite podcast platform is. Search the Condo Coaches and subscribe, and you're going to get every episode of the Condo Coaches right to your uh, mobile device. And uh, we can't appreciate you enough for doing that because uh, we do get uh, some ideas to how well we're doing based on how many people are listening and watching all the videos, and uh, and we know that we're you know we're hitting on the right topics. You know when we see certain videos do better than others, so it really uh, is something that we do depend heavily on in terms of the direction of the show and so subscribe, like, share all that good stuff uh, when you're listening to or watching the Condit Coaches online. Uh, I just wanted to knock out two quick questions because we, we're still backed up with questions from even last week uh, but these are somewhat related and so uh, we want to thank Susan who says she tries to listen to the radio show every Saturday morning she loves it. Uh, she's uh, emailing us from uh, Clearwater she says also what uh, while driving, uh, and she heard this morning that uh, she could request a form that would calculate how the delinquencies are affecting each owner. Would it possible? Would it be possible for us to email her that form we were talking about? And the question or the answer is yes and yes. Yeah, uh, it's it's incredibly a popular form that we get requested, and people are just blown away, regardless of how big or how small just how the cost of those delinquent association fees get carried on to the rest of the owners.
2: Well, the cool thing about that, with breakfast we were talking, everybody's entitled to their opinions, yeah. but you're not entitled to your facts, and I've been using that for the last 25 years. Well, this this spreadsheet, they just put the facts in, and over here we had one association put the facts in. All the paying owners were paying $4,500 each Oof. for the delinquent owners. Wow. And when they found that out, I almost thought there's going to be a riot. <laughs> they didn't even know. It's like, well, these guys are delinquent. Well, we should be nice to them. Okay, then pay forty five hundred dollars out of your budget for them. All of a sudden, they didn't love them as much.
1: Well, and that's why again we were talking about our playbooks. And for those of you who are not downloaded our playbooks, we have now uh, we're almost on number eight. Yeah. Um, and these booklets. Uh, I used to have them all memorized. I can't even memorize <laughs> them anymore because we've got so many of them. It started off with this one, which is the top ten most important things you need to know. And this book, a huge success. Uh, it really lays the groundwork for being a board member. So it's the top ten most important things you need to know if you're that's, an HCA or a board still, member.
2: That is still our most popular.
1: Yeah, and uh, and also a booklet you'll definitely need coming up: the ABCs of holding elections. That's another good one. Uh, Typically a very complicated issue for most people that don't have experience in that area. Uh, Or uh, like uh, Susan just emailed us about, collecting delinquent association fees, the lifeblood of your community. Again, if your residents aren't paying their association fees, that means the rest of you are. And so make sure you get caught up on that and then make sure that you understand your community's finances. So we've now done, I think, three or four booklets that are solely centered around the finances of your community and. And you can download these absolutely free on our website at the condocoaches.com/playbook the condocoaches.com/playbook and uh waiting patiently over there next to Mr. Dean Akers is Jimmy Clark again we're here to talk about insurance today how you doing
3: good how you doing
1: great thanks so much for being here Thank you. So, again, it's been an incredibly busy storm season. I appreciate you coming in because I'm sure your office has been slammed as well with insurance claims and, uh, you know, people wanting to reevaluate their policies. Uh, Let's start off with some basics. Is it kind of like health insurance where there's like a window that you have to like wait for and then, you know, you got to like maybe you got to make sure you don't miss your window to like renew your policy or to change it or anything like that?
3: You know, it usually makes sense to renew your policy when your renewal date comes up. Yeah, uh, a lot of, especially in the condo association marketplace, there's uh, there's provisions in the policies that basically fine you if you cancel it midterm. Uh, so it can cost the association money if they they cancel midterm. With that said, is it's uh, it's a best practice to have your renewal outside of wind season. If uh, you know if you're in Florida and there's a hurricane impeding. Even if it's just a renewal with your 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 insurance carrier, they may not let you renew the insurance if there's a hurricane headed your way. So sure. imagine that. You just want to do your renewal. There's a hurricane in kind of – there's a zone, right, within a certain amount of miles of the state of Florida – And then you'd want to buy insurance and they say, no, sorry, we can't renew your coverage right now because there's a hurricane on the way.
1: And I know it differs from company to company, but there is a cutoff, especially when a storm is on the way. At that point, the company establishes a cutoff date to which they don't accept any new policies. And you better hope you got your policy in before that cutoff date or you're not going to be covered if that storm hits.
3: That's right. So that's why you really want to just get your renewal date outside of hurricane season or Mm -hmm. we call it wind season. Um, so that you don't ever have to deal with that, right? So, what
1: is the best season, at least for those of us here in Florida? Uh, I mean, we do get people listening to the show across the country, but uh, what would you say, at least for those of us here in Florida, when's the best season to renew your policy?
3: So, we we see most of our renewals happen kind of between 1-1 and 6-1, January 1st to June 1st. Okay. Um, that's, I'd say, the the vast majority of our bulk It's a big windows. window. It is a big window, and, it, uh, you know, after that, you can get early storms or late storms, um, so... You know the two one three one four one. Those are those are good days. Um, and you know, and, and truthfully, the the only kind of downside of that is uh, if you do it later in the year, it's a little tougher to budget, right? So when you're building your budget, like right now, if you have a five one renewal, um, you know, it's you're you're trying to just kind of see the crystal ball and what you're going to. Does see.
1: it prorate for the year? In other words, does it kind of accumulate like the later in the year that you get it, or or does it still?
3: It's all one premium at okay. once, but, you know, if, if somebody's asking me, what am I going to see January 1st renewals today? It's a little bit easier than, say, you know, you don't know. And, and one of the misconceptions, which we'll talk about, is, you know, you, people think their premium rates are predicated on what happens in Florida. Well, that's not true. You know, we have the California fires happening right now. Sure, The same insurance carriers that write us here are writing in California, and they're taking insured losses. So all this stuff affects rate. So, I, you know, I don't know what kind of disasters may or may not happen between now and May. So it's, uh, you know, it's a little crystal ball, you know, but it's uh, the, the further out you're asking for budget numbers, it, it becomes a little more difficult.
1: And so to that note, uh, again we're seeing forest fires uh, in mass quantities. I mean what's happening now in California is one thing, but we've even had uh, fires that were not as large but certainly you know the large fires out on uh, in the west. Uh, and then of course the storm season we've had here. And so do you find that a lot of people are going to scramble to try to re- you know reevaluate uh, how much they're paying, what's covered, what's not covered?
3: Well, I can give you, um, you know, I think outside of just actual losses I, or, you know, what, what people individually have had to give you guys an idea of, you know, the the number of storms and what's happened this year. Um, so, you know, we talked about um, we talked about Northern California fires. Those numbers are now coming in three to six billion dollars in losses. Right. Wow. And so not only that, the Mexican uh, earthquakes. Right. Sure. So that's two to three billion dollars. Um, because some
1: of these companies are international, so absolutely. they would they would fall into into the Mexico earthquake.
3: Well, and and you've got to remember. So um, something interesting a lot of people don't understand is your insurance company actually buys insurance from reinsurance companies, right? So the reinsurance companies insure all the insurance companies. So a company in Switzerland like Swiss Re is a massive reinsurance company. Okay. So when these catastrophes happen, it's really hitting their bottom lines, which drives up the insurance costs for the insurance companies, then pass it on to consumers. So that's really why all
1: this. So these disasters have a global effect.
3: A, a, a earthquake in Japan can have an earth, uh, can have an effect on pricing in
1: Florida. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's incredible.
3: Yeah, so you've got you've got those those numbers, and and to keep these numbers in in perspective, Katrina was about a fifty billion dollar event, huge event, right? Sure. So with uh, Harvey, Irma, and Maria, the numbers right now are ranging between seventy five billion dollars and a hundred and sixty billion dollars of insured losses. Wow. So really, really big
1: numbers, and that's just insured losses.
3: Those are that's exactly right. So yeah. the difference between so insured losses is an important number, and and unfortunately, and my heart goes out to everybody that had losses that that are listening to the show. Um, but you know, there's there's now major deductibles you're you're, you're contending with as an association, right? Yeah. For for windstorm, and so the this is excess of the deductibles. So really, really big numbers, and obviously a very wide range. So the people we get those numbers from are kind of the, the considered the 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 best practice or you know have the most analytical data, which is RMS, Air, and Karen Clark and Company, and those three companies are the ones that come out and you see them in the news. Twenty four hours later, it's going to be a fourteen billion dollar event. Well, they're the ones that have all the kind of actuarial you know geeks and no better terms. Yeah, uh, coming crunching up with, all the and crunching and, the numbers, yeah. and they're usually pretty accurate. But that's that's. I mean, between seventy-five and one hundred sixty billion—that's a huge range. So there's a lot of unknowns with uh, with what's out there right now. Well,
1: business-wise, it makes more sense for them to spread out that 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 damage or those losses rather than to compound them to one particular country, right, or one particular part of the world.
3: That's right. So they're looking for spread of risk as well. Yeah. So- um, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting uh, overall in the, um, you know, we, we've seen a number of reductions year over year over year. Mm-hmm. And I think most associations have enjoyed prices going down, right? Um, and I'll tell you, you know, it's um, what what we're hearing is that the insurance companies' insurance, reinsurance renewals, they're looking for 5% increases. We haven't seen increases there in probably eight years. Okay. Um, so um, overall, JP Morgan just came out. And uh, and and basically is, you know, they're obviously have all their financial geeks looking at all the insurance carriers and they're thinking the financial it's going to have to take a 10 to 15 percent rate increase to, to keep rates. OK. All
1: right. Well, we're going to talk about exactly what to look for and again, how to manage your expectations. If you're looking at a policy renewal insurance on the Condo Coaches show segment three
0: coming up next. Contact the Condo Coaches online at the Condo More of the Condo Coaches is coming up next.
5: Attention men, under the age of 35, you know what really impresses the ladies? When a guy has a few drinks and later gets pulled over for buzz driving. That could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. There goes let's grab dinner and a movie. Oh, I know. You drive more carefully when you're buzzed. You've proven that hundreds of times. A woman admires that kind of confidence. And you've practiced how to speak if a cop does pull you over. Slowly, clearly, and politely like, good evening, officer. A woman admires that kind of foresight. And what woman doesn't find it adorable that you call it buzzed even though the law calls it drunk? You could kiss $10,000 goodbye, along with any chance of having a girlfriend. Because nothing says, I'm a catch, more than a guy who lives in his parents' basement and calls it my place. Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving.
6: A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
0: Welcome back to the Condo Coaches, online at the Condo Here's your host johnny torres
1: thank you again for listening watching the condo coaches from whenever wherever you may be doing so again we carry the show 24 7 on facebook youtube and our podcast you can subscribe at any time and share with all your friends and uh again you know these aren't uh fun topics we get to talk about but very necessary topics because they do affect you your community your lifestyle and of course your income and so we want to make sure that we're providing valuable information to you whether you be a resident homeowner or property manager. Uh, and again, for more information on us, visit thecondocoaches.com. Joining us today, Jimmy Clark, our insurance coach and head coach, Dean Akers. We're picking apart, you know, what uh, really the landscape of insurance is going to look like uh, over the next, uh, what would you say, probably six to nine months?
3: Uh, yeah, I'd say for the actually next 12 months. Next so, 12
1: months. Next okay. Year. Uh, you know, because even still, you know, the year's not over. I mean, we don't know weather-wise what the rest of the year has in store for us. Uh, we're obviously coming to a close on what's typically hurricane season here. But as you were just educating us on, uh, really, we need to even be watching what happens in terms of winter. And are we going to get blizzards? Or are we going to get, uh, you know, some really bad winter storms coming through that, uh, again, can also affect your insurance policy? Right. So, let's start off with uh, you know question we were talking about off air which is um, if you're going to start budgeting if you're gonna start kind of planning this out uh, what what's the process and really you were talking about maybe about it to expect about a five percent increase uh, or that's at least kind of the rumor that's going around in terms of what people can expect to see
3: so I think if if I was sitting on a board there's there's Three different, three different uh, situations I could run into. So it's a 5% increase for the insurance carriers, not the individuals, right? Okay. So I, if, if I don't have to do a new appraisal, I can just kind of roll what I'm having. I haven't had any losses, we're conservatively telling people ten percent. We think that will give enough kind of fat in it that will, uh, you know, the, their insurance agents should be able to perform in there. And by the way, if, I
1: wish you guys would have had me on the
3: last eight years where I could always just talk about decreases. <laughs> of course, the one time I get asked, I'm like, oh yeah, I get to talk about increases. I've talked about this, in te- you know, so many
1: years. Yeah, you get to come in and be the bad guy.
3: Yeah, and then and then the second situation, and this is something I think that that boards may be missing is you know in the state of Florida you have to get an appraisal done every 36 months right so if sure. you haven't done a new appraisal construction cro- costs have absolutely skyrocketed right yeah. so not only are you going to have a 10% increase but you may have an increase of values so that's kind of a double whammy, and
1: not um, only not only just naturally because of the cost of goods and the cost of labor, but also because of the increase in demand, right? You know, from all the storms, and especially here in Florida, where I mean, it doesn't matter which coastline you live on, uh, you're you're probably seeing a high demand for contractors and uh, and all types of trade work uh, to be done on on your home or your condo.
3: And yeah, exactly. And, I, and then the, you've got the third bucket, which is the, the bucket nobody wants to be in, but you're the ones who have actually suffered an insured loss. Uh, and this is only for windstorm. You really have to worry The NFIP isn't going to really change your rates if, you, if you've had a loss. But if you have had a loss, you really just need to work with your insurance agent and develop a really good process to make sure that you can keep your costs down. Um, because if you've had a loss, you're going to get hit harder than everybody else, more than likely so you know you got to sell the story especially if you lost a new roof or lost a roof talk to them about you know i've got new wind straps i have this new great roof going on so we've actually reduced the risk even though we've had a paid loss
1: well and and again to that note because we are talking about the budgeting and of course the budget and the increase expected in terms of insurance policies uh just want to reiterate because we were talking at the top of the show about our booklets Uh, we have two of them that are key to you understanding your community's finances and collecting delinquent association fees, okay, because both of these go hand in hand. Uh, you really can't have one without the other. And also, we do financial assessments as the Condo Coach is free of charge for any community association out there, neighborhood association, condo association, uh call us, emails, us, get a hold of us through our website and we will do a financial assessment at no cost to your community. Uh but it gives you really a solid understanding of where you are financially and and really what adjustments you are going to have to make for uh next year.
2: Yeah, I would <clears throat> I'd recommend. We've been getting them from the plus 55 communities. Yeah. I'd recommend it because the plus 55 communities that would be impacted by this, most of those people are now on fixed income mm-hmm. because they're retired. And what seems small to maybe somebody who has a normal regular income is pummeling them. And we attended some board meetings recently where just $25 increases has just got everybody like, I can't do it. Sure. So it's going to be incumbent on everybody to really deep dive their budget, see where they can save money, uh, make sure they're talking to their constituency about the amenities, what what can they do to just everything, risk for insurance. And uh, because they're being impacted.
1: Well, and to that note, don't forget, uh, head coach Dean Akers is going to be down at the Home and uh, Condo Expo, uh, L&L Expo, October 24th in uh, Palm Beach County. 24th, Uh, yep. Yep. And uh, and so make sure you don't miss that. Uh, That's going to be a a great learning experience as well. Um, Getting back on topic with Jimmy here when talking insurance policies, um, let's say that they decide to go shopping, right? So, they're not going to automatically renew. They want to do a little bit of shopping. Uh, what are some of the things that you see people typically l- look over, right? So, what are the things that they, they, they should be looking for, but don't in the shopping process for a new policy?
3: So, I think right now, the uh, one of the biggest opportunities, and I, I, you know, luckily, it's been out there for a bit, but, you know, f- the the flood program right now is um, is a, a no, no better terms i've been using the term underwater right yeah. um, so the the nfip the federal government program's 25 25 billion dollars in debt before these losses and um, and we've been seeing lots of increases right so right now i said 10% for everything except flood flood floods capped at an 18% increase for the the um basically the non-subsidized flood they now allow private flood insurance, okay? So um, th- there's a lot of markets who will do this, and we've seen 30%, 40% reductions in, uh, wow. in premium. Now, granted, you know, private floods, private money, they're not dumb. So they're they're not taking the risks that flood. Uh, I actually heard a story in Louisiana, a building that's $130,000 in value, and it's with the federal government. They've paid out $800,000 in claims over the last five years because it's flooded six times, they're not going to write that one. Yeah, right? private
1: companies. Yeah, gonna do that. yeah. They're not going to. They're not going to write
3: that. But I can tell you, at least in our book of business, they've been cherry picking the the good risks yeah. and saving twenty five, thirty, thirty five percent. And is or,
1: that something that's publicly available to these companies? Uh, is that type of information available? You know, so when they are shopping, you know, does the insurance company have access to some sort of report or record of knowing how many insurance claims have been done on that particular property?
3: So, so. You basically have to report that information uh, to the insurance carriers when you're shopping it, you okay. know, as as the association or the insurance agent. Yep. It, their insurance agent should have access to, to that data and should be providing that information to the, the underwriters. So, um, you know, they're, they're getting that information. They, You know, the, the private companies know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and they they are just like just like a lot of companies in Florida did with citizens, right? They cherry pick the good risks, sure, and uh, and continue to write those good risks.
1: Well, and I think after Harvey, Irma, Jose, Maria, like I think you have to realize that maybe some of the 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 coverage that you maybe used to wave off that you you might want to revisit that. And I think people are are were were scared enough, you know, to now realize that they really do need to get uh, as much adequate coverage as possible and not just look at the bottom line as as the deciding factor.
3: Well, and I think, you know, uh, a couple things that I think people need to make sure they're looking at is um, there's a lot of insurance carriers that really Skinny down the insurance, right? So if somebody's a lot cheaper than somebody else, there's generally a reason, right? So, yeah. you know, things like water backup, right? So, you know, that happens all the time. Your drain lines, uh, you know, all all kinds of ways for your water to back up.
1: Well, we've talked insurance and we talked about, you know, where, again, maybe the the toilet overflows and, you know, and and all of a sudden that's not covered because you may have it covered for flood, but not for toilet overflow. And, you know, and so now you find yourself in that kind of position where you're having to pay out of pocket for it.
2: Is there a policy that includes debris removal?
1: So that's called ordinance and law coverage.
3: and, And many policies do. Um, and so, you know, that, that's actually another, so ordinance and law is actually a pretty interesting coverage. So a, um, the best way I explain it is if you have a single pane window in your building and the, uh, the building burns down and your code now requires hurricane windows, the insurance company only is required to give you the money to replace a single pane window. And you're out of pocket for the difference between the single pane and a hurricane window. Oh, wow. So ordinance and law coverage actually will help with the debris removal and help replace the, uh, the the windows with the, the hurricane windows and, and bring you up to code. Hence why it's called ordinance and law. As well as um, if, you know, say, half your building burns down and the, the city comes in and says you have to demolish the whole thing, the insurance carrier will only pay you for half the building because only half the building burned down, right? So you want to make sure that you have ordinance and law coverage in, in, a, in a healthy amount, in particular if your building's older. Yep. You want a lot of ordinance and law
1: coverage. Well, we're hearing of companies. Uh, I'm sorry, of communities that are having to take out loans um, or their uh, lines of credit, but they're realizing that the extent of uh, the large extent that to which these bills can add up when it comes to debris removal, tree removal, and garbage and that kind of stuff that came after the hurricane.
3: Well, and I'll tell you something, I think a lot of associations have missed. So there's a Florida statute, 627.714, mm-hmm. that basically requires anybody in a condominium association, this is specific to condos, um, that their personal insurance have special assessment coverage. So what that means is, is let's say you had a, a loss that was $100,000 below your deductible and you have 50 different uh, unit owners. Well, you can actually send them a special assessment for the damage, and then they turn it into their personal insurance carriers, which a lot of their personal insurance carriers don't have a deductible. And instead of them paying the $2,000 out of pocket, their insurance company will actually reimburse the association for their oh, deductible. Wow. So I'm seeing all these associations trying to use you know, reserves or sure. whatnot to pay yeah. their deductibles. And no, if you wordsmith the special assessment correctly and have them turn it into their personal insurance which by statute is required to be in their insurance their personal yeah. their their personal insurance policies that insurance a lot of times will pay for for uh, the special assessment, so oh, they wow. they don't need to be paying this stuff out of pocket. And I dealing guarantee
2: with it. you they don't
1: know that
3: because yeah, I
2: never knew that, and I'm sitting there going,
1: "Wow!" <laughs> yeah. Well, and for those of you listening, you know, to this through the radio broadcast, don't forget. I mean, if you want to hear this again, go to our YouTube channel, Facebook, or our podcast, and you can get that information again because that's important to look into. And uh, is that something that an insurance company will help them draft?
3: Their insurance agents should, uh, as yeah. in conjunction with their attorney, right? Sure. Um, but you know, that's we've been helping our clients go through that process because the damages were bad, but there weren't a lot of really big insured losses, right? You know, so we're we're helping those with the dedu- below the deductible do that.
1: All right, we're talking insurance policies. Jimmy Clark, our insurance coach, head coach, Dean Akers. If you've got a question, an issue, we can answer for you. Uh, Whether it's related to the topic or not, thecondocoaches.com. 813 331 5415 is our phone number or email us. Help
0: at thecondocoaches.com. We'll be right back. Final segment next. Contact the Condo Coaches online at thecondocoaches.com. More of The Condo Coaches is coming up next.
6: One more if you're not physically active. Another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes. Another if you've got high blood pressure. If you're overweight, raise another finger. Two if you're very overweight. And three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because pre-diabetes
0: can be reversed.
4: Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners.
0: Welcome back to The Condo Coaches, online at the thecondocoaches.com. Here's your host, Johnny Torres we got
1: jimmy clark insurance coach dropping some truth bombs on us today i mean he's sharing a lot of great information if you've been missing out you know we've been talking insurance policies here when it comes to your community neighborhood homeowner association uh yeah dean the head coach is
2: is going to make this mandatory show (laughs) because the head coach just learned more today yeah Uh, jimmy you've been incredible and i'm going to bring that up in some of my visits this is uh been one of the most enlightening shows if it doesn't skyrocket i'll be i'll be
1: i don't know yeah well you know let, let's kind of revisit some <laughs> of the points you made um one being of course that the option of uh, of private flood insurance uh which again you know especially here in florida where flood insurance has been a major uh issue even uh at the legislative level uh that 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 there is there are private options out there
3: yeah no I, there's there's several now um, I mean, I, we started doing this uh, basically once the Bigger Water Act, Bigger Waters Act came out and started really allowing it. Yeah. Um, and it's I mean, they, they're writing a lot of business. Um, I think a lot of agents have been slow to adopt it for one reason or another. Um, but just make sure you're asking your insurance agents, you know, hey, give me three or four private flood. You know, who have you gone to for private flood?
1: Well, and, and then the other one you, you just let us know in the last segment was, of course, uh, the kind of a, the write up of a special assessment and how if written properly, you can pass that on to your residents who then you need to instruct for them to pass it on to their insurance companies and their insurance companies oftentimes will reimburse the association and, and basically leaving not only the community, but the resident, uh, hands free of that whole uh, financial situation.
3: That's right, but you know, keep in mind that it is a special assessment, so everybody has to pay it, regardless if they have an HO6 or not. Right. So, but at the end of the day, they're, they're kind of required to have an HO6. So, um, you know, it's uh, if they they don't, they're probably writing a personal two thousand dollar check. But it's a great way not to use reserves for something you shouldn't be using reserves for.
1: Yeah. Um, again, we, we talked about, you know, first half of the year being ideal, uh, and uh, how soon after, let's say that you, you know, had some damage following the hurricane, you filed some claims. Uh, if you are looking to switch companies, if you are looking to uh, shop, uh, what, what's, what's typically there i mean is it just seeing that policy through to the end um or if you just decide to you know kind of jump ship on on your carrier you know what what are the maybe some of the drawbacks to doing that
3: so um i'm gonna hit on two different things so our our process internally which doesn't mean it's right or wrong is we generally are meeting with our clients four months before the renewal right so that's okay. when we're going out to the other insurance carriers devising a strategy and really working on it i think four to five months is a, is a good timeline Insurance insurance carriers on the kind of commercial side, which is really homeowners and condo associations, they, they're not, you know, quote, one day. They take a lot of time to underwrite, and the insurance carriers move slow if you've ever dealt with them before. So, you know, start well in advance and start working with them. Um, you know, the second thing is, uh, and I just want to bring up because we're seeing this uh, after the hurricanes, is there's a lot of adjusters. So you may only think you have $80,000 in damage or $40,000 in damage. Right. Two things is people may say it's under deductible. Don't report it. Report it. Make sure you're reporting claims, even if you don't think it's going to hit your deductible. And the reason is, is a lot of the adjusters that are coming in are third party adjusters. They haven't maybe even adjusted much in their life. And we have found multiple scenarios where the adjuster has come in and said, oh, you just need new roof tile or you just need, you know, this or that on the roof. And then we've gone out and got a second opinion. And we found there, there's structural damage to the roof. The whole roof needs wow. to go. Yeah. So, you know, it's and it's not necessarily the insurance carriers trying to get a, pull a fast one. Yeah. It's just the adjusters aren't even going on the roofs to look at this stuff.
1: Well, not only that, you know, we had uh, Nathan Shepard, who's a public adjuster, yeah. on the show recently, oh, good. W- good. which was a fantastic show. We definitely recommend people go look up that episode. Yep. Uh, but he also talked about not only the difference between a public adjuster working in the best interest of the homeowner, but also the insurance adjuster working working in the best interest of the insurance company. Yep. But the fact that they are spread so thin because we've been hit so hard this year yep. that they are pulling people from other states who have no idea what to look for when it comes to hurricanes because they come from parts of the country where there aren't hurricanes and they're not used to looking for the types of damage that we see following the type of storm season we've had
3: yeah there's definitely in no better terms a lot of very very junior adjusters and just because you know they're they're cutting their teeth on a big storm um Mm -hmm. and that's it, it is what it is people want you know if you want a senior guy it may take you six months to get a check so you know it's that i think that's a great resource that he came on the show
1: yeah. So uh, we've been talking about kind of some do's and don'ts when it comes to the insurance policy. Remind us again uh, when we, we were just talking about debris removal and uh, and some of the expenses that come along with that, the name of that type of uh, uh, policy it's, or that type of coverage.
3: So ordinance and law, and then sometimes it's scheduled out specifically as debris removal as well. There will be okay. a sublimit. Um, so, you know, and that's that's the other thing. Whenever you you're getting a proposal from an insurance agent, have them detail all the endorsements. So, you know, understand exactly what you're buying. I'll give you a, a good one that that happens. Uh, all these insurance carriers are thrown on there is if your roofs are older than 10 or 15 years, they'll turn the valuation to actual cash value. So if you're a finance guy, like like Dean is, <laughs> you understand that means the depreciated value of the roof. Sure. So let's say a hailstorm or a windstorm or whatever kind of random blows off or hurts your roof. Well, what you may have to spend two hundred thousand dollars for your roof, but the depreciated value, because it's a fifteen-year roof, is zero. So you literally wow. will get nothing. Um, so you want you want to make sure the insurance agent is giving you all the endorsements. And, and unfortunately, some case law uh, states that you know after a few years with the same insurance carrier it becomes the, more or less the responsibility of the buyer because it's a commercial company yeah. uh, to, to understand their coverages. So make sure as a board member, you're taking the time to really dig in and understand what you're spending all this money for. It's a number two, three expense on your 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 uh, financials.
1: Well, not only that, the insurance landscape changes year after year, you know, based on legislation, yep. based on any variety of factors, just the industry in general. And so it doesn't hurt to at least kind of go out there and test the waters and see what else is available.
3: Yep. And I think, you know, one of the things, um, one of the, the, in my opinion, the best way to do it is instead of going out and hiring, a, you know, getting multiple agents, is interview the agents, figure out who's going to be best for you and who's going to represent you the best, and then let them go to the insurance carriers. Because really what what ends up happening in our world, if it's an insurance agent, me and two other people, we're all going to the same carriers yeah. and whoever gets in the submission first wins. So imagine how bad that data is. If you don't really take the time to put it together, a nice submission that an underwriter. And the best way I can explain it to people is if you've ever put together a loan package for Mm -hmm. a loan, that's what underwriters are. They're they're loaning you money, right? So you want the best loan package to get the best deal. And if you just go out and get three agents to quote it up and, you know, and whoever gets the best, you know, gets the market quickest wins, it probably is to the detriment of the insurance to the actual association. So interview brokers and then have them go out to the marketplace.
1: Well, and because, you know, we see uh, conflicts of interest all the time, you know, we get emails and and, uh, all kinds of uh, notices about them. Also, keep in mind that just because you have a relationship with someone doesn't mean that they're the best option, uh, that they're going to be looking out for your best interest and uh, make sure that you're. Board is also well aware of any potential conflicts of interest, good or bad, mm-hmm. right? But uh, that there may be with uh, with insurance agents out there. Do you find that most now in the industry uh, sell multiple carriers? Uh, I mean, is it or there's still some kind of solo act insurance uh, agents?
3: There's still some solo acts, but there's, you know, some that represent certain carriers, only a handful. Some have all of them. Some have all of them minus a few. Um, and, you know, if, if you guys ever want, I... There, there's a uh, there's what we call an RFQ request for qualification yeah. to see kind of who the best is that that agents are used to to responding to. And I could I could help give you guys one or provide yeah. you. It's it yeah, has nothing to say, do with is, our, it has nothing to do with our company. It's just kind of a best practice. If I was a an association board to put absolutely. that out and and then interview the insurance broker. Well,
1: and that's what I was going to say. What are you looking for? I mean, obviously, you want to have somebody that you can communicate with that you think you could have a good relationship with. What are some of the things people should be looking for when uh, you know auditioning? I guess, a an insurance agent.
3: Yeah. So I think, you know, number one, obviously access to the markets, right? So Mm -hmm. you want to make sure they can get to the insurance carriers. That's kind of step one. But then step two is what does your support staff look like? How many, you know, so outside of the sales guy who shows up, A, how many associations or how involved in real estate are they? And then secondly, is the team below that person, how many associations are they dealing with? Is that all they do? And do you, you know, how long have they been there and kind of their background and then the claims team internally? A lot of insurance brokers have a claims team. What's their expertise in real estate? So you're really looking just like you do with a property manager, right? Or a lawyer. You want to find those that have a expertise in that arena.
1: Excellent. Well, and again, request for qualification. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to get a better idea of the makeup of the insurance agents that you're kind of feeling out to represent you, uh, uh, Jimmy's going to work with Dean here on getting we'll making put it that up accessible. On our site. Yeah, yeah, perfect, exactly. Yeah. And so, uh, for those of you looking for that kind of information, you can email us help at coaches dot com. That's help at coaches dot com. You can also call us. 813-331-5415 813-331-5415 uh, Dean loves the late night calls and uh, oh, yeah. answers them all personally <laughs> now it goes to a voicemail and then we make sure that the right condo coach uh, you know is is available to help you and helps you through whatever your issue Uh, or your question is. And so uh, same goes for our emails. Help at thecondocoaches.com. That's help at thecondocoaches.com. That wraps up another show. Say goodbye, Dean.
0: Bye-bye. Thanks, Jimmy. Thank you, guys. You've been listening to The Condo Coaches, brought to you by LMFunding.com. Find us online at thecondocoaches.com and join us this same time next week as we help you navigate life in your managed community.